Hi, this is Majana. If you are enjoying Fun Astrology, would you please go on iTunes and give Thomas a five-star review and just jot down a couple of sentences in a review. That really helps get the word out. Thanks. And welcome in. We are zipping through this week. Wowzer. <laughs> this sucker is going to be over with before you know it. I have one of the uh, just pinnacle highlight moments of my life starting tomorrow. Back in 2013, I uh, was literally filling up my water bottles to get ready to go on a bicycle ride. And I was at the sink and I heard this little prompt in my uh, heart, in my spirit. It wasn't a voice. It was a feeling. But it was very strong. And it said, email Fred Dodson about recording his audiobooks. Now, this is an author that I had picked up a couple of his books. I didn't know him. I wasn't, you know, I just was reading his stuff and very much enjoying it and learning a lot. But I didn't even know if that was a pen name, you know. So I set my water bottles down and I found him. And a very long story short, I sent an email. He sent an email back the next morning and that was 25 audiobooks and very nice and generous mailbox money to boot. So you always want to follow your intuition is the lesson of that. But Fred is doing a seminar here in Dallas starting tomorrow. So this guy that has been my mentor, my audiobook partner, I've been able to, he's entrusted me to be his voice to bring these audiobooks to life, to bring his material out there in that medium and to share with him as a partner in it. So we're going to do today and tomorrow, but then if you don't mind, I'm going to beg a chip and take Saturday and Sunday off and uh, and spend the weekend just focused on learning and being mentored and experiencing three days with Fred. It's going to be incredible, and I'm excited. Okay, I said yesterday, and let's do this. Let's talk about this tension that we're going to be feeling between Jupiter and Neptune. I think that is quite appropriate to talk about. One of the first things we could say is just in setup that if you go back to ancient astrology, which I'm, I just started a course on ancient astrology. I can't wait to dive into this. It's by Chris Brennan, who is the astrologer in Denver, who heads up the Denver Astrology Group. And uh, it's a it's a very in-depth course, but boy, am I looking forward to and I've already learned just from section one. I'm just getting into this. But if you go back to the early days of astrology, I mean, it was about 400 B.C. before they started putting this type of charting together. Because and one of the things is they obviously didn't have telescopes, so they could only see out to Saturn with the with the naked eye. The next planet in was Jupiter. So it wasn't until way much later in the 1700s, 1800s, 1900s that we've added these other luminary bodies, Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. And now there are many more fixed stars and other bodies that are coming into it. I've got my plate full with these 10, so I'm just going to stay with what we've got here. But there are so much more, and it all, again, just goes back to geometry in the universe, so it all fits together. It's however you prefer to look at it and read it for yourself. So we're taking a modern planet, Neptune, in square with an ancient planet or Hellenistic planet, Jupiter. So Jupiter is a little bit, because of that probably, it's a little bit easier to understand. 
Just think of a rabbit's foot. You got Jupiter, okay? It's expansion. But Jupiter will come back on a hook because it wants that expansion to be based on solid foundational intentions. Doesn't that sound like Saturn's job? Yes, it is a little bit. But Jupiter has this little hook. It's not all just a, a party. It, it, it wants you to be solid. So if you have Jupiter in your chart in an area where you could laugh at that, like there's no way that Jupiter was solid in my chart and that, well, there's probably some work to be done that needed to be done and either you have done it or an area of your life to look at. Okay, Neptune, <laughs> whole different animal. And the best, deepest book on this was written by Liz Green, who is one of the prominent astrologers of our era. But it is a tough, I'm going to tell you, it is a tough read, but it gives you the best picture of Neptune that you could ever imagine. Why am I reading it, or why have I picked it up and put it down numbers of times? Because I've got a really unique formation in my own chart. I have the Sun, Mars, and Neptune are all literally the same degree, just a few minutes apart, on top of each other. So my 60 years has been, has been spent unpacking what that means, basically. And Neptune has been a really big part of that. Some people say that Neptune is generational. I think it has a bigger influence. And I'm just speaking out of, out of experience. If you talk to somebody who has experienced astrology or you talk to somebody who is older, you will get a whole different perspective on it than if you talk to somebody who is younger. Somebody who is younger is going by the book, and that's great. Somebody who is older is going by looking back at experience. Because I can look at Neptune in my own chart and see how it fit. So one of the things that Neptune does is it makes you foggy. You have a hard time with decisions. It clouds your ability to just make a decision like that. You want to play with the options, or you just don't see clearly. It can also make you highly intuitive, like you've just got a gut sense that others don't have. How did you figure out? Well, I just felt it. You know, it's like that can be Neptunian. So when we talk about this square with Jupiter, we're talking about that part of us. And there are many more characteristics. If we wanted to really watercolor Neptune properly, we would have a lot of work to do. But that part in our influence with Jupiter, which is in retrograde, could be a little bit cloudy. How long is this one going to last? Well, depends on how wide you want to do the orb. That's the degrees between both of them. Could go into October, November. On the short side, it could be, you could say, well, maybe by August, September, that most of its influence has run out. So during this time, we'll be talking about it. So we'll pick apart some strategies and things you could do in order to uh, make, you know, work this to your advantage. One that I would start with because we have this favorable trine with Mars right now for a little while longer is I would set some really powerful intentions and affirmations that over the next 90 days, I am going to develop more clarity and more insight, intuitive insight into the depth of my soul than I have the whole rest of my life. And I'm basing that on what's going on with the big three. And now that Neptune and Jupiter are there, they are going to work in my favor because I am working with the energy. And I am committed to growing my soul in this way.
start with that. Real powerful intention that just plays right on into it. We'll talk more. There's a lot more. We'll get there. Have a great day. See you for TGI Friday tomorrow.